Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Hot Rod. Wait a minute. Oh, man. I'm telling you, it's just habit. Yeah. I can't help it. Richard Hoskins. What's happening to all our friends in Jersey City, New Jersey? Joyzy. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like we don't give the uh, the Midwest and Northern states quite enough attention. I mean, and that's what you're here for. No, hey, I take it seriously. I'm telling you, I love it. We've got listeners everywhere, actually. I had a guy send me a message from Arizona yesterday. It, it took me a couple of months to really understand that, so I've tried to embrace it. You know, still always a big shout-out to the upstate. That's where we're at, but... That's where your heart is. That's right. And I'm learning about all kinds of different new places. It's yeah, really exactly. cool. So it's like, it's like geography class. and It, it is. It is. And, and Hot Rods 101. And I can do this while I'm working. So, uh, you it, know. It's even better. It's like education that I'm getting. It's like a scholarship. It is. Of. It is. It's a, it's a, it's a win-win is what we'd call Absolutely. that. Absolutely. So we're talking car show judging. And we're talking the issues with, with show judging in general. And, you know, that's the big thing is when you got the new cars competing with the old cars. And it's really, 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 really hard to judge a new car versus an old car. And over the years, with us at Hot Rods and Happy Hour, we started doing a thing where we actually did split judging. Right. Well, I'll say if it was a top 20 show, or like Motorfest, we have a top 50. And basically, we do, we split it down the middle. 25 classic, 25 modern, and... Usually the day of the show, we kind of, as a rule, it's a 25-year mark is the split. But then you have some model years, like you're 87 through 93 Mustangs. I'm going to put you guys all in the same basket. So depending, and then there again, there's some situations where those cars, you know, depending on how many collector car or classic cars we got versus modern cars, you know, we may move the scale a little bit back and forth just to, you know, to even yeah, the playing field. Like, yeah, yeah. But we, especially shows like... Uh, Motorfest. I mean, we get a good mix of, of everything. Uh, yeah, I mean, even if just break it up that simply, never yeah. mind all the beautiful trucks, four by four trucks oh, that are coming out. And then, of course, we have motorcycle classes and everything for yeah. Motorfest. But but a lot of your smaller shows, you know, they have like a top twenty. And for these shows, when we host shows like this for for different organizations and charities, they want to do like a top twenty show. We'll do a top ten modern, top ten classic with the best of show. And and that really evens the playing field and works out pretty good. Now, everybody judges cars differently. There's no two people that judge them the same. And, you know, there's no right or wrong way. I've actually seen drive-through judging at a show. Wow. So if you wanted your car judged, you got in line with your car, and you drove through, and they walked around it. And it was about 30 seconds. And then through. That's all the judging they did. That was, and I got some good reviews on that. And I got some that people really weren't that crazy about them. As a judge, that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it definitely that, definitely streamlines the process. It's not easy picking apart all of your friends and your peers' vehicles to pick out which one's best. That is no small responsibility. All right, Richard, I got a good one for you. When all you're right. judging a show, would you want the person that owns it there 
Or would you not want them there? Would I want them present at the show, or, or would I want them while present you're with me? While you're nah, judging. I'd really, I'd prefer not. I'm the same way. There's sometimes, it doesn't bother me. I'll show them their judging sheet. I mean, I will. I'll show them, you know, and... And you know, that, and that cuts through a lot of the of the bull. They want to know having to you know, come back later and explain. And, and, and exactly, it slows down on that. But but it's the truth, though. I mean, and and I'll be the first to tell them, say, hey, you know, but maybe if you clean the wheels up on this thing, you know, <laughs> I could take a few points off on that, you know, or or whatnot. <clears throat> you know, and 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 then you got some people that really just take it to the next level. They want to grab you by the arm and you know drag you around and show you every corner of their car. It, yeah, and we've all seen that. Uh, well, I've seen it with you quite a few times. Um, yeah. You know, at that point, it's time for you to sit back and reevaluate if this is really your thing. Well, and, and not and, that it, if you're there for the right reasons. If you're there for the right reasons, it doesn't matter. Um, but on the other hand, you know, judging is a hard. I mean, you got to think about it. when you got <clears throat> 150, 200 cars at a show, and you're walking around judging these cars. I mean, in the hot sun. You know, just you make it as easy as you can on your judge. You know, yeah. bring them something to drink. Get them something to eat. Give them $20. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, that's what you need to do for your judge. And remember, yeah, the $20. I mean, the 20 helps. For $20. $20 makes your car nicer. The $20, um, you're, you're going to the head of the class. But And also keep in mind that every single person there drove their favorite car there. Well, and, that, and see, that's the thing. You're just... Imagine if they had baby shows instead of car shows. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to pick apart someone's kid. I would almost feel more comfortable doing that. Yeah, hey, your baby's fat. Yeah, exactly. Hey, your baby's got a big nose. <laughs> you know you know what I'm saying? He looks like his mama, you know? And that's not good. But but you see what I'm getting at. That's like, a baby? <laughs> what do you feed that thing, you know? But uh, shouldn't that thing have a leash? But it just barked at me, okay? <laughs> But you see what I'm getting at. I mean, I would almost feel more comfortable judging someone's child than their car because some people get so irate well, about it. You don't work nearly as hard building a child as you do your car. Well, that's about the truth. Uh, you know. I mean, I'm with you there. I put some time. I put some time in my rides. You know. That's it. That's it. And you I ain't got no offsprings, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I can mean, see it. You know, you kind of when babies are made, that's just it. Yeah. You, know, you don't have a whole lot of say in it after that, but. It's different when you spend five years or a year or six months or $25,000 or something perfecting this work of art to exactly what you believe it should be. And and everybody has a different opinion of what perfect is. Of course. Of course. Everybody. You know, I mean, some people see, you know, orange peel and don't think anything about it. It's shiny. It's shiny paint. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to those people. <laughs> exactly. You know, I see orange peel and... It makes me want to get the sandpaper out, and, you know. But I'm that guy, but, you know. And, and and that's but that's the difference. And there's nothing wrong with it. You got a little orange peel. I'll be honest with you. Ninety eight percent of the cars on the road have a little orange peel on them somewhere. Um, you know, and that's especially in new cars. But the, uh, you know, so, and that's the thing when you're judging. And the split classes help. You know, like usually when we judge a show, my big thing is do like a hundred point scale. It keeps yeah. it even. You know, you got some guys that break it down extremely far. I mean, we—I've never really been big in all this, and I think they—I think they complicate the situation. I will tell you one thing that's always bugged me. Uh, you know, when I'm competing in shows, is uh, you know most shows that are judged seriously have categories, 
And one that has always bugged me in any show that I've ever judged, I've tried to get away from this, is judging the trunk. You got to have somewhere to haul your stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that comes with you <laughs> to a exactly. Car show. I mean, you got your cleanup stuff, you got your chairs back there. That I've never been really big. I mean, if you got you know some diorama in the trunk or you know some wild display or stereo setup or Think or right. something cool, show it to me. But if not, and your trunk's down, I'm not going to take points off. Yeah, that's that's always been a pet peeve of mine. Um, and I, I wouldn't take points off. Now, now, not having your hood up, that bothers me. Yeah, yeah, really. If you're a car show, you need to You need to have your hood up. You know, and I, and I understand why some people don't, because they know their car's not detailed under the hood. Right, and but, if it isn't, that's fine, but also understand if you don't win. Yeah, well, and, and that's, see, that's the big thing. I mean, you know, you know, my crystal ball's a little cloudy, and I don't think you want me <laughs> reaching your car and, 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 you know, opening your doors or, or popping the hood on your car, you know, whatever. I, mean, I thought there was twenty bucks under there, so that's what I did. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought that's where you put the money. All car show judges do love twenty bucks. Twenty bucks, twenty bucks on a really hot day, like one of them big lemonades. They work too. That'll buy a lot of three dollar beers. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Quite a few. But uh, you know, and, and that's the big thing with judging shows is is is. You know, it's common sense, and you, you got to be respectful of it. I mean, because it's not an easy task to do at all. No. Almost every show you go to, when people talk about judging, it's like drawing straws, see who has to do it. Yeah, the first serious show that I ever judged, I was absolutely shocked. At one, how much I cared. Yeah. Like, you know, going back and revisiting cars three, four times, uh, trying to use process of elimination. And it's and it's hard. I mean, it really is because you're telling somebody, "Hey, you're not good enough." Right. And you start looking day. for flaws. Oh man, I, I tell you what, something we ain't got to look for is these commercial breaks. They keep coming up on us all the time. Man, I tell you what, we get on a roll. Commercial break, guys. Stay tuned. We got a lot more hot rods and happy hour right here on 106.3. All right, guys. Welcome back to hot rods and happy hour. Richard Hoskins. I'm getting used to it. I'm not Man, like, uh, this is hard. Uh, I'm, I'm still waiting for Odd Rod to walk in. Yeah. He's going to why you sit in my chair? <laughs> yeah, he's going to be mad. I'm telling you. Why'd you move my chair? I, I'm trying. I, I'm trying to live up, but uh, it's it's tough. Uh, you got this. I, I need him. Do, do I need to, you know, act like Odd Rod for a little bit? Could you? you? Could you? I could try. Okay. All right. Do you want to retry the don't intro? You know, don't you know the vending machine right now is like... Why don't you eat my Rice Krispie treats? <laughs> you mean the vending machine that's still standing and isn't broken? Yeah. What's up with that? Um, All right. So what's her shout-out town? What's happening, Aurora, Illinois? Aurora, Illinois. Is that where? That's Wayne's World. That's what I thought. That's that what was I thought. Wayne's World. Party, right, well, party on, Aurora. Aurora. I love it. Love it. How about the Pacer? Would you rock it? No. Nah, man, I'm a gremlin man. <laughs> I'm a gremlin Everybody man. Everybody knows you that. You got to know that. <laughs> so we're talking car show judging. And, and you know, we, we actually came across a good point on the break talking about it. You judge a car or I judge a car like I'm, like I'm going to buy it. I look at it that close. You know, I mean, the thing is, like, you know, some people take longer than others to do it. Oh, yeah. It, it tickles me. I, I was at a show one time, and I was walking around looking at a car, and the guy had a 46 Ford street rod. I've seen the car numerous times. Keep in mind, I cut my teeth on these cars. I mean, like, I was raised on 40s street rods. So I could tell you more about that Ford in a 15-second walk-by than Will could in four days. 
And I mean, I just know these cars. Right. And I ain't saying that you can't slide nothing by me. I ain't saying I know it all about it, but I know quite a bit about these cars. And uh, I walked around and he said, didn't take you long, did it? And I started naming off everything on it. He's like, good enough. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, I know these cars. I mean, you know, I'm like, small block Chevrolet, nice serpentine belt setup, Mustang 2. What you got, 8.8, 9 inch. I never squatted. I mean, I'm just, I'm putting, I'm picking it apart. Four wheel disc brake. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm picking this car apart. I mean, like, I know these cars. Yeah, that's it. And I mean, it, and that's another thing that I mean, I think does factor into judging is, uh, you know, what the different vehicles are. Uh, you know, there there are some cars that are going to be judged more harshly than others because there's 13 of them there. Exactly. And that's another thing with the new cars. you got a little competition because you're not the only one there with a new ca- uh, new Camaro or a new Challenger. Almost combined Camaro and Challenger. A Challenger. But a Camaro or a Challenger or a Mustang. I mean, the Mustang presence is huge in this town. I'm, it's pretty much like that in any town. Yeah. Now, yeah. let me ask you guys a question because I'm kind of new to this whole scene. Okay. Maybe like an, the owner of the car. Does that influence your decision? Like, if he kind of, like, is nice to you guys, or is he, like, kind of rude to you guys? Does that It ever, doesn't. If does he's a nice guy, it doesn't hurt it. And you got to pull that out of the equation, because there's a lot of nice cars with a lot of not-so-nice owners. And you know what? You want to be straight. I mean, if it's a nice car, you can't be like that. You can't be shady. But a good attitude could help you. A good attitude should be a part of the hobby anyway. <clears throat> if you're not happy at a car show... You put yourself what, in the judge's shoes. What are you doing there? Exactly. I mean, who doesn't like standing around in an asphalt parking lot in 100-degree weather? I mean, it's how I spend all my summers. Uh, I mean, I'm I just think, saying. Thank God you got the trailer. Exactly. The vent trailer The vent trailer is, is is a godsend, because I probably would have died of heat stroke by now. Yeah, we spent a lot, many, many, many good afternoons sitting around in a parking lot in 100-degree heat. For fun. Absolutely. We leave our air-conditioned homes and cars at home <laughs> to go and sit in a in an asphalt parking lot in 100-degree weather and drive a car there with no air. Yeah, I feel like I'd almost feel guilty if my classic car had functional air conditioning. And, and I am a little weird about that. Like, I refuse <laughs> to use it. We got a little head shake over there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're gonna have those types. Uh, I don't know. I'm. Uh, I just. I. I can't drive an old car without the window down. Nah, nah. It I mean, feels weird when you drive a collector car with a window up. Well, one, they're pretty small inside for the most part. Well, that too. But but I mean, it's just a, it's just a thing. It's like the way it. it's freedom. Yeah, yeah. It's part of it. It's freedom, and and they're dangerous. So you need an escape path. Yeah, really. You, you know, hope so that it, so, so it's really to keep a window hit, down. You're gonna get ejected. Exactly. It's like my funny thing is my Chevelle doesn't have seatbelts in it. My mother, I love her with all of my heart, and I know she's gonna listen to this, and I'm gonna get a phone call. At six o'clock in the morning, but I wish you would put seatbelts in that car. I see how you drive it. I don't want to get trapped in that car. I'll be honest, but I hope it throws me out of it because it's probably the only chance I've got. Yeah, yeah. The whole you don't want to be in that thing. The whole they don't make them like they used to thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, good having a wreck in a classic car is like having a wreck in a cheese grater. Yeah, you're gonna get. It's hurt. just not good. It's a boo-boo waiting to happen. See, I don't want that image in my head. I like cheese. I mean, I like cheese, too. I mean, I'm You're not going to run your face through a grater, though. Yeah, no. exactly. 
But you know what I mean? I mean, you got metal knobs and dashes and steering wheels and columns. They're basically like a big spear, you know? I mean, it's just. Yes, yeah, they're not safe vehicles. Low back do not seats. Collapse. Flat. Yeah, seats. no airbags. Yeah. Only if you've got a dummy riding with you, you know? I mean, that's there's nothing safe about these cars at all. I no. Mean, we, we, we do tend to drive them with more care, so it's a good thing that we do love these automobiles. Oh, I drive the hell out of mine. Yeah, you do. You smack yeah, that thing. Yeah, yeah, he said, yeah, actually, you do. Yeah. I, I drive I drive my Chevelle like I stole it. Like, like I, I wipe it with a diaper in the garage, and soon as those back tires go from concrete to asphalt... It's pretty much, I drive it like a 16-year-old kid would. <laughs> but, but, I mean, you know what? That's what I got it for. Yeah. I've always said that car is completely you. Like, I believe that in 1965, if a young Rob Pitts were to walk into a Chevrolet dealership... He'd have to go for the Malibu. I don't think there'd be much different. The, the, funny, the, the funny thing is, is, is my dad, of all people, because my dad's the same way. My dad will drive the living hell out of a car. But the funny thing about him is he told me, he said, you're going to blow this thing. You're going to blow this thing all to pieces, Rob. You said, you, you drive it like you're crazy. My dad's saying this to me going down the road. My dad's a professional drag racer now, <laughs> and he's saying this to me going down the road. Now, so he's saying this. And you know what I tell him? My response is, they still make small block Chevrolet That's cars. right. I ain't worried about it. Blow it up. You put it back together. I blow it. We'll make another one just like it. You know what I mean? And do it again. That's right. I love it, but that's what makes it fun, and that's the fun part about car shows is driving your car to the show too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I I respect people that tra- trailer them, and yeah. I sure and, understand. And, and, you know, it. and out of town shows and things like that, but local shows—that's what's the fun part about it. Is you get your, get your car and drive it. Enjoy I didn't buy it. the car to show. You exactly. Know, and you didn't buy your cars to show. You enjoy them. Exactly. Exactly. I tell you what, I don't enjoy. It's all these commercial breaks, man. Man, we get on a good rant. We got to stop again. It's like every eight minutes. I'm telling you, it's like it's like a chain or something. It just keeps going and coming and coming. Guys, stay tuned. We got a lot more hot rods and happy hour right here on 106.3 WOR. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts, Richard Hoskins. What's happening to all our friends out in Las Vegas, Nevada? Sin City, woot woot. That's, that's the place. I, I, I st- I've still yet to see it, but uh, we've got to get it's, you. It's we've got to get happen. you in Vegas, Richard. We have to get you in Vegas. SEMA's coming man, up in a few months, man. I'm I'm ready. I need to get trained or something first. Yes. So you don't want to set me loose in Vegas. I don't, I don't think Vegas will ever be the same. It could be dangerous. One of one of us is going to break. Yeah. And I got a feeling it's SEMA. <laughs> I'm just saying. The uh, I love I love it out there, man. That's I'm daydreaming now. You should have never said that. Like I'm thinking about I'm thinking about Fremont Street on Halloween. Like Vegas is a Vegas is a sketch place any day of the year, but on Halloween it's like times ten. Yeah, that sounds interesting. It is. It, interesting is a good word to use. I like that one. That's a really good one. I think it's radio friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a radio friendly. Another one's adult. Very. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun, though. I love it out there. Like, I'm really not much of a vacation guy. Like, a lot of people like to go out that way and go to the Grand Canyon. We got potholes here. I don't really care anything about that. But I love the lights on the strip. Like, I love seeing all the lights and all the, the gimmick tourist trap. Oh, I love it, man. It just it puts joy in my heart. It's like... Myrtle Beach with slot machines <laughs> everywhere. It's like Myrtle Beach, but you might not get knifed. Yeah, really. Well, uh, <laughs> there's, part, there's parts of Vegas that's a little sketch, too. 
Uh, it's kind of like Myrtle Beach with like three less cigarette butts and no ocean. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I mean it, it really is. And, I, and, and, and it's, I love it. The hotels are absolutely gorgeous too. So, but as long as you stay away from Circus Circus, you're good. It's that one hotel that's just sketchy. It looks sketchy. Really, but, really? Yeah, yeah. There's something about a something about a $13 night room that just... I feel like I might end up there at some point. <laughs> I love it. So we're talking about car show judging. And, you know, and, and it is a hard job. And, and this is the thing, guys. I mean, basically, to, to, to bring this in, you know, judging a car show, you, first of all, if you're... The, if you're in attendance at this car show and you're a patron of the show and you're there and a guy's judging your car, you know, don't bust his chops. He's out there looking at everybody's car. He's not picking out his friend's car. He's doing his job, you know, and it's not like he's getting paid to do it. It's not like it's, you know what I'm saying? It's not like it's life's mission to deny you a trophy. If you don't win, it's not that big a deal. If you do win, you can take that and a dollar and a quarter and get a cup of coffee with it. Here's a pet peeve of mine. Don't point stuff out to the judges. Oh man, if you got to point out something you did to your car, then odds are it wasn't that great to begin yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. I is. chopped the top of my car a sixteenth of an inch. <laughs> I mean, it's just. I mean, this, why? Yeah, why? <laughs> but and I mean, there's nothing. And there's nothing wrong with being proud of your car. There's nothing wrong with pointing out some key points of it. But you got some people that just take it to the next level, and. And I'll be honest with you, I've noticed in judging, usually nine times out of ten, now you've got some that have just got just shoddy work or things like that, but a lot of times what knocks people out of the most points is cleanliness on a car. That's number one. Nothing else matters without that. Exactly. And I'll be honest with you, I've seen a lot of good-looking cars that were dirty that got knocked out for that very reason. I've driven cars that were dirty that <laughs> <laughs> that didn't win for that reason, but and it's the truth. And I mean, and that's the thing. Like cleanliness is key. And and I mean, you've got some people that've got this figured out. To I mean, they've got it down to a science. And you got some people that just you know what I mean. I keep coming back to that silver SSR, man. Oh man, yeah, you know he wrecked that thing. Yeah, I heard that man. That's and like that, the cleanest SSR probably in the junkyard now. And that thing, man, that thing was spotless. And uh, first time I met him, he's like, "Yeah, it's got 168,000 miles on it." He drives it every day, and it's immaculate. That that is the epitome of cleanliness. I would let that man clean my car up any time. What do you have to think about it? Pay that man dearly. I'm telling you. I tell you something. You know what? We haven't done a good fun Craigslist challenge in a while. And so I think we should have a good one though. Alright. Alright. We're gonna find the perfect show ready show car on Craigslist. And it's gotta be for sale and it's gotta be show ready other than a cleanup. So a little detail work. But everything else has to be there All right. for less than ten thousand. I was gonna say we can't do that five thousand dollar budget. No, I'll give you. I'm feeling. I'm feeling frothy today. We're gonna do ten k. Right. To find the perfect show car, but it's got to be a showstopper. That's your version of a showstopper. Well, I feel like I've been issued a challenge. A yeah, that that is challenge. a challenge for ten k. That's a big, 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 big one to fool. Phil, big build, Phil. And what's fun about this is there's so many directions that you can go in. 
Yes, there is. I mean, you can go late model, you can go classic, you can go new classics. You know, with your 80s and 90s cars. I mean, there's so many cool things you could pick. You can go stock, you can go modified. Exactly. You could get an older build, you know. I mean, it's just, I mean, whichever way you'd want to go. I mean, there's so many things to pick. And that's another thing, too. A lot of people don't think they can afford to get in the collector car hobby. It's not that expensive of a hobby to get into. It's really not. I mean, you don't you don't need to start with a hundred thousand dollar car. No, um, you know, a lot of us are never going to finish with a hundred thousand dollar car. car. You, just, you, you get something cool. You get something that you like. You get something that you're excited about, and you know, people take notice of that. Uh, you, no matter how obscure you might think it is. People, you'll be shocked at the attention that something different will bring. Exactly. And that's another thing. You can't be scared. I mean, I know I give Odd Rod a hard time about this all the time, but you can't be scared to be wanting different things and liking different things. I mean, because they really do stick out at the shows. And these cars will bring more attention than that iconic car that's, you know, that everybody's seen 10 of. Right, right. So, I mean, that's a really cool thing. I mean, that's really not a bad idea at all, you know, as far as things like that goes. So, I mean, and, and that's something cool. I mean, you know, and for way less than 10, you can find some of these cars, and especially with some of your new classics. I'll tell you another thing. i tell you when I left field, some of the cool older imports you're starting to see pop up. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, we're getting to the point where if that's your thing or if that's what you the avenue that you want to choose to get into it, you better get on it. Oh, yeah, because these cars are getting bought up right and left. I mean, like... You start to see people start collecting like the 3,000 GTs. And I'm not talking just VR4s. I'm talking about nice, just clean 3,000 GTs, things like that, the stealth, things of that nature. And if you got one of those and it is showroom, you know, just grandma drove it on the weekends, you take it to a show. Your grandma drove a 3,000 GT. Some people's grandma. You got the the coolest (laughs) granny ever. Some people's grandma might have driven a 3,000 GT. But you show up at a show with a remarkably clean one of those things, it's going to drive people nuts. You know, uh, just you're, you're going to get attention. You're going to meet people. You're going to hear about how everyone in the United States had one of those. Oh yeah, it's just it's really cool. And that you that, remember the chick we went to high school with that had the red three thousand GT? I'm yes, trying to remember her name. I don't remember her name. I just remember she was. Did she have Psycho on her back on the back of it or something or something like that? Probably. <laughs> well, I mean. Um, it's pretty I, bad. I remember the way she acts, but I don't remember her name. That was bad. Uh, yeah. Uh, I remember her car, uh, much like most of the car shows that, unfortunately, yeah, I got I don't to. remember the people. I remember the cars. Um, I'm trying to do better with that. Uh, it, it, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, I don't know. I, I just do better with cars than people. Yeah. Um, yeah you know, there's I'm, worse things. So what, 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 what avenue are you thinking over there in your Craigslist Challenge? I don't know. Um, I, I've got ten thousand. See, so you're giving us a budget to work with, and uh, you know, I. I feel How much are like, mini trucks? You could buy a nice show mini truck. For oh 10K. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, or you could get one of the classic muscle cars from when we were kids. You know, yeah, or pony exactly. cars. Or, a fox, a, a nice fox body Mustang. Um, I think we should stay away from C4 Corvettes. No, 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 no see. <laughs> Well, one, the, perfect the reason I want you to stay away from the C4 Corvette is because for $10,000, you're going to find a super nice one. <laughs> and I don't know that I can beat you. A C4 Corvette that Zora Arcus Duntoff signed. You yeah, know? you're going to find one that's like wrapped in plastic with a cover on it, sitting on two-by-fours in someone's garage. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I mean, C4 Corvette. I think there should be a $5,000 handicap for C4 Corvette. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's unfair. That's unfair. Don't make me come at you with an 84 Crossfire car. <laughs> We're trying to make you pick something different, okay? But you know what? What's the fun in that? I have proved the world wrong time and time again that a C4 Corvette is the perfect car. You know what the fun in that is? Diversity. We're actually talking about other types of cars. Is there really another type? Yeah, I mean, C three Corvettes. There's that's there's a good C2 one. C two Corvettes. Just <laughs> not for ten thousand dollars. No, 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 no. We don't got way out of that ten k. Ten k wouldn't pay the taxes on one of those cars. But you know what I'm saying, though. But so C four Corvette is quite honestly the perfect automobile. I'm just saying. I mean, I don't really disagree with you. <laughs> I actually had a I actually had a guy sit down with me at dinner last night, and he told me, he said, I think it's absolutely hilarious, your love affair for the C4 Corvette. And I said, you can tell you the funniest part is, I like them, but it's just gone overboard, so now I can't stop. <laughs> i tell you what else don't stop, these commercial breaks. Guys, stay tuned. we got a Craigslist challenge like no other coming up, right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Oh, All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Richard Hoskins. What's happening, 96 South Carolina? That's my town right there. I think uh, I think I drove through it once when I was going fishing. <laughs> I think everybody's drove through it going fishing. That might have been six mile. I don't. I don't know. I, those two do run together on me a little bit. It could have been both. I, it might have been. That's know. a big day if you did go through both of them. Yeah, that's a lot of fishing. <laughs> that's a lot of fishing. So we got our Craigslist challenge, and basically the rhythm of the beat. This is how it's going. For ten thousand dollars. You got to find a show-ready show car, and now minus a little, little cleanup, a little detail, I'll give you that. But for ten k, you got to be able to drive this thing to a car show. It's a tall order, man. That's not that's not easy. Uh, no, not easy. And mine wouldn't be my first pick necessarily of the car I would go after, but a great example. Well, yeah, finding that combination of show-ready. Those are some strong words. And, and ten thousand dollars. Well, you know that, and you know if it. To me, show ready is you're going trophy ready, like you're going ready to win, or wanting to win. So, I think I think I think my, I'm thinking I'm gonna come out of the gate swinging pretty strong with this one. How you feel about yours? You know, I, I feel pretty good about mine. Mine is actually an exact duplicate of a car that I used to own, but kind of like the way that 20 year old me would have wanted it to be <laughs> when I had it. <laughs> oh man! All right, so you want me to go first? You want to go first, Richard? Uh, you good. I think I know what you picked. See, that's the thing. I want to find out if I'm right. All right, so we got a $10,000 budget. So it's not automatically going to rule your muscle cars out and most of your common stuff. But I happen to find probably the cleanest 1964 Ford Ranchero on the planet. I was wrong. Really? Yeah, I saw a white 68 F100. I figured surely that's what. Nope. A 64 Falcon Ranchero. That's a cool car, man. 206 with a Fordomatic. It's been restored about seven years ago. And the car is absolutely perfect. It's got a cool set of slotted mags on it. It's got power brakes. No air. White with like a camel vinyl interior in it. $8,300. So that's a cool entry-level classic car. It is extremely cool. 200 inline six, uh, you know, throw a Fenton header on it and some duels, put a Weber on it. And you can pick up a swing set at Walmart in it still. Yeah, yeah, it's going to sound awesome. Uh, That's a great choice. A little 206. Uh, There you go, man. That's a good choice. And getting good fuel mileage while you do it. That's right, man. I had a 200 inline six in my 66 Mustang, and I had some uh, some good old boys 
at a restaurant one night as I was leaving. So that's the best sound in 289 I've ever heard. They made me get out of my car and pop my hood to show them that that's it wasn't insane. a V8. Uh-uh. I like the 200 wrench era, man. That's a good choice. The wrench era was a good one. Like, I'm a Falcon guy a little bit. I won't admit that openly to everybody. But I like... I, I like that. I like a little rancher. I could see myself rocking that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice little fun weekend cruiser. Absolutely. And you got, a little, you got a little money in the bank. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Well, buy you some shelves to put all your trophies on. That's right. That's right. You know, buy get you some detailing products. That's right. Get you a little get you a little Surf City. Get you some shelves for all them trophies. That's it. That's a good choice. Good choice. How about you, Richard? Um, I'm ready. I picked out literally a car that I used to own in the same color combination, but... I owned it when I was 20 years old, and uh, this has got, well, most of the stuff that's on it is stuff that I would have wanted to do. There's a couple things I can do without, like, the green headlights, but picked out a 79 Chevy El Camino. What? White with red guts. What's the odds of us picking a car truck out? I know, that is, that that really is. I thought you picked an F100 um, that I saw. Patrick, if you pick pick a Dodge Rampage, I'm going to think there's something's up. If you picked a Dodge Rampage, well, no, I need to go find. We need, <laughs> yeah, good luck. Yeah, um, really. Then we need we need professional help. Um, no, newly built 350 small block and automatic two and a half inch duals, Flowmasters, air shocks, 20 inch staggered Riddlers, three row aluminum radiator headers, Man. Edelbrock 650 comp cam, uh, polished alternator, new window tint, new headlights with green halos and LED bulbs. Uh, hey, probably, now. Probably pass on that. Um, new grill, new dash cover, new paint. I tell paint, you what, some good on the Daytona. I mean, I'm telling you, man. That's runs a and drives great. 8,800. I'm telling you. I mean, maybe you ought to get you some of them green lots for the Daytona Z. I'm not going to do that. I'm telling you, you would be you would be a winner there. I'm, I'm not going to do you that. At, what's the odds though of of, of the car truck? They're one, even white, and they're both white. I, like I, we could start a car club or something. I know, man. If we call it like Carolina car trucks. Yeah, the Carolina car truck club. That's crazy, Patrick. You said you want to jump in on the fun. Well, I did find a Dodge Rampage, which you is did scary. Not. There's, yeah, for twenty five hundred. Oh, he's better, got money left over. It better be nice. Uh, it, it, it's not. But the thing is, is I could use this other seventy five hundred dollars to actually make it somewhat better. That is true. But it's not in the criteria exactly. of what you gave us. Exactly. Because it's not show car ready. Right. I did find a nineteen sixty seven Mercury Cougar. Now I've seen this car. This is a good one. It. The only thing you need to do is clean it up. A little bit. It's a little, it's a little rough around the edges, but not a bad car. No. And and I'll be honest with you, a desirable car. Yeah. With with a little money spent on Patrick's pick, he would have a car worth more than mine and yours combined. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's that's a good thing. I mean, and and I found it for nine thousand. So that I'm is, a, I'm a thousand dollars under budget, and if I really wanted to, and I had like maybe a few days before the show. You could spend a thousand dollars and try to like clean it up a little bit better. You yeah. could. You thousand dollars buys a lot of spit and polish. That does. <laughs> I, where do you even buy spit at? Uh, this place, this Dog is, Marietta, <laughs> ninety six. <laughs> they sell it. Why do you give away my secret location? This place in Six Mile, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing, I mean, that's the that's the thing that's cool about this hobby. We all three picked really cool cars that would do fun, and you would have fun. And I'll be honest with you. That $10,000 car, 83 or 88 or 9, $1,000 vehicle, 
you would have just as much fun as somebody had a hundred thousand dollars. You're in the game just as much as they are. In some cases, more. more Actually, fun. it is because you know what? If you get caught in a rainstorm or a kid touches your car, it's not the end of the world. No. I mean, I mean, I'm with you. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, that's it, there's sometimes you can have a car that's too nice. You can drive with a you know guilt free kind of. Like, you're not worried about, uh, you know, if it gets, well, I mean, you still don't want to get scratched, you know, but you know what I mean. It's not the end of the world if. I mean. I mean, it's. A, I think this is like a good entry level to exactly. see to see if you really wanted to get interested in car shows. Well, and that's the thing. Exactly. If, you, if you like it, you know what? Keep it and buy another or sell it and build onto your collection or whatever you want to do. And that's the cool thing about this hobby is you can do that. You can take it as far as you want to. I mean, just like we had a guy come up to Motorfest with a nine-car hauler with nine of his cars with him. Yeah. He's taking show to the next level. I'm just throwing that out there. But but you see, it's kind of bad whenever you go to a car show and you treat it like a NASCAR event. Exactly. This guy this guy's got the setup, and I mean, you know, I ain't knocking the hustle. He's got to sure. figure it out, man. I mean, I mean, how many people you had bring nine cars to one of your car shows? I mean, that's that guy. I hope he comes back. I like him. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad when you got the best presentation there and you haven't even taken the cars off the truck. Exactly. That's just a setup right there. You know. I wonder if he has like music whenever the trailer goes down a little bit. He has like some. Some like intro some Star music. Wars, like the Death Star. He never, music, he never like took Empire. them off. They were all on the hauler. Just, just yeah. The truck was display. part of the, the display. display. I mean, this is like this was a setup. Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, it's pretty baller. Yeah, that is. That was pimp status when you see a Peterbilt come rolling into your show hauling nine cars. I love it. I don't even imagine me owning nine cars. Period. In my lifetime. Uh, so well. I can't. I can't imagine nine show cars. At the same time. At the same that, time. That's a lot of spit and polish. That's a lot of spit and polish. You're going to be hanging out six mile quite a bit. <laughs> you are. You're going to be hanging out six mile quite a bit with that. i tell you what, guys. It's been a great show. I hope we hit on some good points on judging today. And like I said, you know what? Be sure to check out you know, the Benson Car Show we were talking about earlier with, with Henny and uh, Paul. You know what? If you guys have questions about judging a show or if you have any questions you know, about judging or your opinions on judging, let us know on the Hot Rods and Happy Hour Facebook page, guys. I want to thank everybody for playing along. You've been listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.